Hey listeners, we hope that you are staying healthy and sane during this quarantine. Um, we had a chat today with Sean Taylor via Zoom. Um, Sean is a bartender at Denmark, which of course has been shut down for... Bar manager. Bar manager. Um, been shut down since what, March 15th when everybody else shut down, whenever that yep. was. Um, and gosh... He's, he's such a wonderful kid. Um, one of the questions that I asked him was what keeps him up at night. And it makes me cry to think about his answer. But it wasn't anything to do with himself. It was his concern about who was going to get sick next. And yeah. what businesses we're not going to be able to reopen nothing about himself, nothing about how I'm going to pay my mortgage or my electric bill or get groceries. It was concern for others. And I think that's really telling. Absolutely. The type of people that are in this industry. Um, so, um, we hope that you will support the bartenders in any way you can. As we said before, you're not using your lunch money. Um, so, Send your lunch money to your favorite bartender. Um, every little bit helps. Um, and it is definitely appreciated. Definitely appreciated. And also send them a message. It's so uplifting for them just to hear from their their people um, who enjoyed their bar, their cocktails. And um, just send them a message and ask them if they need anything. You know, even if it's some coffee or you know, a loaf of bread or whatever. It's just really uplifting, I think, for them to hear from us. And like we said before, we want all of these places to be intact as they were before this pandemic hit. Um, and Sean did mention a few things that uh, we'll, we'll put on the, uh, in the description of the, the podcast. Uh, Toro is doing virtual cocktail competitions um, and then Laird's Applejack Brandy is also doing uh, virtual cocktail competitions, and they apparently give you a little bit of money if you if you do those uh, those things. So uh, look out for that. And Blair and I went to the grocery store today. Um, we made sure we sanitized our hands properly. We had on our masks, and we made a list so that we were very efficient. And it was really disturbing to see the people who were um, walking around without masks, not not respecting the social distancing. And I even had a worker cough without covering his mouth, which was really disturbing. Disturbing. Yeah. So please. Frightening. Please heed the warnings. And this is this is real shit. And um even if you don't think it's real, respect the fact that I think it's real and don't cough on me. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening. Please support your bartenders in any way you can. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome to If This Bar Could Talk, a podcast about bartenders and the stories they have to tell, as well as the storied history of cocktails, spirits, and bars. I'm Blair Beavers, and here's your host, Leanne Sims. Sean Taylor, thanks for being with us today. First of all, how are you doing? Uh, I am crazy bored. <laughs> I um, even with like the things that you know I'm working on, and you know, inter even interacting with the community, it's still 
like there's so many hours in the day that I forgot we're there, you know, Fridays and Saturdays are just insane. Like, like being at my house at nine o'clock on a Friday, it's just anxiety still like, like three weeks in, I still, I'm just like, Ugh, I don't like this place at this hour. I want to leave. Like I should be doing something. Yeah. So, uh, have you applied for unemployment yet? So, uh, I did. Um, and it has been a serious, uh, nightmare for me personally. And I know I, I feel like I'm kind of a part of the majority. Um, every time I put my application through, uh, it says that the system is, uh, um, overloaded and that I should try again in like two, in two hours or tomorrow. Um, and I experienced the same problems with the USBG grant and the, uh, there was a couple other grants I applied for. Um, even over the phone there, it was, it was really difficult to like really get through with people because it just like the waits are so long. I mean, there's just so many people applying right now. Um, fortunately, uh, Denmark was able to, um, provide me with one last, uh, um, piece of paper, uh, salary, one last salary payment. So I, I kind of like backed off on the unemployment for the time being, cause I don't necessarily need it right now. Um, and I haven't been able to make any headway even when I was trying. So okay. the only issue with that is that once you do get in their system, it still does take a couple of weeks. Yeah. On that. So, so you said that you're in the majority. That's what you're hearing from other bartenders is that it's impossible to apply. Yeah, just uh, from service industry people in general, um, that the it's very difficult to navigate the system if you've never navigated it before. Um, a lot of people, like a lot of like a lot of people in this industry, are, are a lot younger and haven't had a lot of experience with dealing with like say unemployment or even taxes for that matter. So when they're suddenly just the floor drops out from underneath them and they're unemployed and, but they're like, but like, Hey, we'll, we'll be back to work in a little bit. So just be on this unemployment for a little bit and force them to navigate through a inundated system that wasn't well prepared for this. It's just like, there's going to be these issues where people are just like, I don't know what to do. And, I've never applied for unemployment. I've never had the re reason to, you know? Um, I think, I think we were ill prepared for this to happen. I think they should have like done some updates or like maybe been a little more prepared for the largest spike in unemployment um, inquiries in the history of the United States. You know? Wow. So, um, are you making plans for what Denmark is going to look like when you finally get to reopen or is that, are you even thinking about that yet? Uh, we've, we pretty much, so the weekend that we, the weekend of the shutdown that Saturday, me and Gary were theorizing that the shutdown was coming within the next week. Um, we kind of started thinking about it then like, well, if we get shut down for a couple weeks, what's going to look like. And then we thought about like worst case scenario, like, Oh, what if we get shut down for like a month? Oh no. And now we're looking at, you know, worst case scenario being actually be able to reopen and maybe in August. And, you know, we had another restaurant in the works, you know, I'm, I'm, we, I know we talked to you guys about it before and that's obviously put on hold just because there's, there's, I mean, I, I believe there's still work being done on it, but I mean, it's I mean, everything's so on hold right now that at this point, what I think me and Gary are looking to do is have a uh, uh, kind of like a 
industry party when uh, everything opened back up and try to like just get everyone energized because I mean we're in three weeks of quarantine at this point and I am so stir crazy that the second I get the chance to like go out hang out with people again I am there's going to be a smoke outline of me sitting here like I am gone um, and I'm hoping everyone else is feeling that because we're going to need that. You know, a lot of people have asked me what, what do I think is going to happen? Like with, with places like Denmark, cause we are privately owned. We are a small business and other places like, like say like Mouton or two truths. And these like these places that don't have the backing right. of like, uh, um, a lot of money. Um, and I'm like, we'll, we'll make it through the quarantine fine. You know, like, I don't think I, I'm pretty sure I've talked with everyone that everyone's, everyone's fine for the quarantine. Like no one's landlord is like, pay rent or get out. Um, but once things come back around, we're going to need everyone to like, like really come out and show support for these places. Cause there's months, like hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue that have been lost for all these places. And there's, they're not going to be able to recoup that all those bills that they weren't paying aren't just disappearing. They're just on hold right. until we come back into our revenue streams. Yeah. Um, so yeah, brand new menu, some kind of, you know, industry thing we're just like you know just bring all the industry people back out and like let's all cheers and get right back to work and get back to the way things were you know in a, in a sense you know so not not too much have you heard any of your industry friends say that they're just gonna find another way to make a living now are they have you heard of anybody that wants to leave the industry altogether uh i uh <laughs> No, not yet. I think I think we're all still kind of in the mindset, when the best case scenario mindset, where we can all ride this out on unemployment and you know, like food stamps and that kind of stuff, and we'll be back to work, you know, in the middle of the summer. Um, but I think as the end of April gets closer, I think I'll start seeing some people starting to do that. Um, it's definitely crossed my mind. Uh, you know, how am I going to be able, I, you know, once, you know, I don't have any more funds and I'm not getting these, like these grants are coming through and I'm like three weeks out on unemployment, I still need to pay my mortgage, you know, and until I do like a mortgage freeze or something like that, I have to be concerned about, you know, so I, I think I think we'll see uh, some people like having having to take some kind of a position in like a Kroger or Costco or something like that because I know they're hiring. You know, I have family that my roommates, the uh, meat department manager on the one on North Broadway, they're hiring people all the time just to stock shelves and break down boxes off of trucks. Um, and it's something, you know. I mean, fucking a at this point, I'd rather do that than sit on my couch all day. It's driving me insane. That's a that's a fair point. So do you have any uh, advice for other people who are sitting on their couch? Any, are you playing any games, putting together puzzles, any particular Binge watching? Uh, oh yeah, I just finished my, uh, my 11 movie marathon of all the Star Wars films in chronological order. I uh, just finished that last night. Uh, <laughs> Wait, which chronological order? So like, like, so like, the it, within the Star Wars universe chronologically, okay. the one. Uh, so Sorry. so one through nine. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. Everyone's like, did you start with the original, then go to the prequels, then go to the other ones? No, went one through nine. Okay. Um, but I've uh, 
I have I really haven't been watching that much TV or you know playing that many video games or anything like that. I've been trying to fill my time with um, writing, reading, um, and it's not easy because it's even though there's nothing to do, even that sounds boring as fuck. Uh, but I used to I used to write like short stories all the time, so I'm back to doing that. Um, I'm trying to read as much as I can because I feel like that's the only thing I can do to like really like keep my craft sharp for lack of a better term like i i can't you know i could go into denmark and just like you know make sure i remember how to shake drinks and stuff but um you know just reading about techniques and like theorizing on new cocktails and uh there's a lot of um personally for my bartender friends there's a lot of online bartending competitions going on right now i know laird's uh applejack brandy is doing a um a contest where if you do a Laird's cocktail, um, they will, and you put it on Instagram and tag them, they will send you a hundred dollars. Oh, wow. If, that's cool. That's really great. And then I don't know who Toro is, but this entity called Toro is hosting a weekly competition every week of the month of April. Um, five bartenders from every city will be chosen to do a online cocktail competition. I haven't looked into the details, but I have the link and I, I know a lot of my bartenders at Denmark are doing it. Um, and every week someone wins $250 for doing this little online competition. Like the same way we're doing it right now. I would just like make a drink and, you know, present it and be like, bam. And then someone be like, all right, you won 250. Um, there's a, there's definitely a lot of things that we could be doing to fill our time. Um, I mean, I'm not the kind of person that's going to learn a new language. I'm still, I'm still a lazy person at heart, but you know, eventually we're going to have to go back to work and I really don't want to not remember these, these months that I'm sitting at home where like the days just blended together and I felt like I got nothing done. You know, you know, I want to be able to be like, you know what, I, I finished that novel, that, that, that story I was writing. I, I did a couple competitions. I mean, I'm doing a, uh, Jesse Hubbard is doing a weekly cocktail class and interview that I'm doing with him, I think this week or next week. Um, I'm also doing the Echo Spirits cocktail class thing on this, this Thursday with Derek Reno over at Echo. Awesome. Um, yeah, we you know, those along every week. Yeah, I watched the one with Jesse. I didn't catch the one with Christina. Uh, I'll have to go back and watch that one. But it's, it seems like a lot of fun. I'm going to be doing um, syrups, uh, home syrups, infusions, and tinctures. Um, so the Denmark bread and butter stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, just fill, fill your time with something that's useful. You know, I see a lot of people just like, like, oh my gosh, I'm so bored. There's nothing to do at my house. I'm like, come on guys, we got something to do. There's, there's a lot more to do than go out and socially drink because we're all just social drinkers, right? I, I never drink at home ever, you know? Right. Cheers to that. Yeah, so, right. Um, are you, are you taking advantage of any of that bar smart stuff with their offering so i've already done bar smarts um so i when i saw that i was like that's cool but i'm not doing that again because while bar smarts is great there's so much knowledge within in, in that in that program it is so boring like it's just like getting through it at home by yourself it, it, it's it's a little painful i'm not gonna lie um but it, it has a lot of great information um it definitely taught me a lot when i was getting started and I'm sure if I went back through it, there'd be things that I like be like, oh shit, why didn't I, I should have known that. Obviously I should have known that. But you know, that's, that's, that's the fun part about this job is that there's always those little techniques and tricks to the trade that 
you don't know until like someone who's been doing it for years comes along and lets you know about how, how, how things should be done, you know, um, or their personal preference. You know? So let me ask you, Sean, what mm -hmm. worries you the most? What do you wake up every day or go to sleep at? What keeps you awake at night right now? Uh, what worries me the most right now is how much worse this is going to get. Um, just because we're still like, it's still only been a few weeks. Like we're still barely in this thing and we're still, even though we've, we've flattened the curve quite a bit here in, in, in Ohio with, uh, DeWine, you know, leading the charge and whatnot, but we're still not at that peak time of the, 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 the outbreak of the pandemic that we, that we projected to see in Ohio. So I'm concerned about who is going to get sick. I haven't I haven't heard anything about anyone I know or anyone I know or their friends getting sick and that's awesome but I, I just know it's I know there's there's still there's still more coming you know um, and I'm I'm concerned about that and once again I'm concerned about the reopening of this industry and how how much of a hit work because we won't really know until we until we're like we get a date to open back up how much we've all completely suffered um how many people aren't just can't afford to go back to work if like the business isn't there you know what places aren't actually going to be open anymore you know uh wow yeah so that's that that's a huge concern of mine um so something that we're we're doing that we have in the works and we'll send you more information on this is you know how we do our fan favorite cocktails for our cocktail tour yeah. Um, so we're putting together a cocktail book with all the fan favorite cocktails and all the proceeds are going to go to 100% of it is going to go to you you guys that are going to be in the book. So oh, that's fantastic. We'll be sending you some information on that. Um, I don't know if it'll be a lot of money, but who knows? Hopefully it will. Yeah. You know, the 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 at, the at home tipping thing has been a lot more successful than I thought it was going to be. Um, I, uh, that's good to hear. Yeah. You know, it's in like, in, like you said, it's not a lot of money, but personally I've had people that are regulars at Denmark. They're like more like high street regulars that have just reached out and asked if I need anything and, you know, like offered, uh, money, food, meals, you know, um, rides, places, like the, the, the amount of outreach and assistance from the community has really been even even for High Street, which I think is a very tight knit, great, awesome, fun community, even for that group, I'm I'm stunned by how much how much people are going out and helping and trying to be there for us in this moment because it's not easy and none of us know where it's going to go after this or like what's going to look like a couple of weeks from now. You know when the unemployment check isn't getting here yet, but the fact that you know a regular asks me if I need groceries. And I tell them, no, I'm, I'm doing okay right now. You know, like, well, what's your Venmo account? And they give me $150 just to make sure I'm doing okay. I mean, that kind of stuff brings tears to my eyes. Because, like, yeah. You know, like the fact that, you know, there, there's definitely that sense of community of like being in at the bar and like having all your friends there and everyone enjoying the craft that we do. And then they leave and they go out and they do the rest of their lives. And we know we're friends, but it's a whole other thing when like a crisis happens and we're being directly affected and those same people are still here still trying to be there for us 
that's a whole different thing. And that, that means so much to all of us. If I could speak for all of us, the fact that the community is doing so much for us, it, it means the absolute world to us. And it, it kind of like reaffirms that feeling that we knew that everyone really does care. It's not just, it's not just the fact that I'm peddling your guys' favorite drugs. It's, you know, it's actually that the, the community really is there. And, and you never, you never really know until times of crisis, until you need help. And then when people are there, it's, 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 it's a wonderful feeling. Yeah. That's, that's a really wonderful. great point. Yeah, too. that's great. Well, Sean, thank you so much for taking time out to talk to us. And please, please stay healthy and um, stay sane in your quarantine. And we hope to be back at Denmark really soon. No promises on that second one. All right. <laughs> thank you. Cheers, guys. Talk to you later. Listeners, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Seabus Craft Cocktail Tour. Visit our website at columbuscraftcocktailtour.com for cocktail tour dates, women in whiskey tastings, special events, merchandise. And if you're looking for a gift for that special person in your life, get them a gift card to our cocktail tour. Thank you to our producer, Greg Hansberry, and to the biographer for our original music. And please remember to drink responsibly and be cocktail curious. Cheers. Hey, If This Bar Could Talk fans, this is Hansberry, the producer, and Leanne and Blair wanted me to remind you that if you'd like to make a donation to Sean Taylor, click on the blue support button on the profile page. All right? Thanks for all your support.